0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, I'm joined now by off the balls Kathleen McNamee. Uh, Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Uh, finally, the Ryder Cup is underway in Rome.
1: Yeah, it is underway. Just started this morning around half six. I'm not sure if you saw the videos doing the rounds of everyone running whenever the course opened at six o'clock this morning. I think something like four and a half thousand seats and they were all filled up in minutes you'd swear it wasn't golf they were running for it was very uh, ungolf like mm. behaviour but Europe doing everything they can this morning they're four up across the board so four up for and Hatton against Sheffield and Burns Hovland and Eberg have just gone four up as well against Homa and Harmon. And then Larry, Stracker are three up against Fowler and Murakawa. And then McElroy has just gone to two up. They've only been one up um, the whole morning uh, with Fleetwood against Shuffle so and Canley. Leading in
0: all four. Leading enforcers.
1: in all four. Uh, and uh, the US are basically doing everything they can to not win this at the moment. They've been hitting some... Horrendous shots. Um, whereas Europe just can't seem to put a foot wrong at the moment, so it's looking good for them okay. so far. And
0: very early days. We uh, very early to days. Add because the women in this situation had lost the first four and uh, were four down at lunchtime. So
1: exactly, uh, everything can change very quickly. But they yeah. look very confident out there. Shane Rout. Larry is doing lots of fist pumping. Uh, Sky have already had to apologise for his language, so it's all happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, in rugby this weekend, there's, uh, I suppose the Scottish match is the the one that we should have an interest in because the points they rack up against Romania could in theory be crucial
1: yeah in theory it could be crucial um, for them they're going to want to try and get as much as they can they play Romania tomorrow at 8 o'clock it's a bit of a weird weekend for games I mean there are some that could be interesting but you wouldn't say there's any powerhouse clashes in the way that we've had on previous mm-hmm. weekends um, I don't I know I suppose
0: Australia playing Portugal I I mean...
1: Alan Quillen was hinting earlier that he thought Portugal might be able to do something against them, which would really be the nail in the coffin, you feel, for Eddie Jones in Australia, should that happen. I mean, it's already been their worst ever performance at a Rugby World Cup. Mm. But he's committed to Australia? He is. He's committed to Australia, apparently. And uh, he was blanking any journalists that asked him about those rumours. that He had held talks with Japan a couple of days out before the Rugby World Cup when Mm. it was brought up. So, yeah he's doing what Eddie Jones always does and being bullish in the face of any criticism or any questioning. Mm-hmm.
0: Now the Premier League uh, this weekend just a couple of fixtures that might be uh, important uh, and even entertaining.
1: Yes the main one is probably Tottenham Liverpool that's tomorrow at half five and um, Tottenham have obviously had quite a good start to their scene under Ange Postacoglu There's a great feeling around the club. Liverpool have kind of just been steady I feel like they're a team that no one's talked about too much but compared to last season they seem a bit more comfortable themselves and then Manchester United playing Crystal Palace that's tomorrow at three o'clock obviously they've already played
0: quite recently I mean it's very strange isn't it Yeah Yeah,
1: so they have to go head to head again that one is at Old Trafford uh, Arsenal are Bournemouth and then City are playing Wolves away and Chelsea Fulham
0: Now um, a lot of people have developed an interest in women's football uh, since the World Cup and then watching the the girls in green do very well in their first two matches of the Nations League Uh, so more people might be watching the Women's Super League than heretofore
1: Yep that kicks off on On Sunday, the opening round of fixtures, we actually had some breaking news this morning that Katie McCabe has just signed a new contract with Arsenal, so she is committed there. They play in the Emirates against Liverpool at two o'clock on Sunday. And then over in Stamford Bridge at half five on Sunday, Chelsea are playing Tottenham. Strangely enough, the most interesting fixture there is probably Aston Villa versus Manchester United. Two teams are very, very similar stages at Manchester United achieved Champions League for the first time ever last year Aston Villa are looking to achieve it for the first time ever this year so this could be a really important fixture for them uh, and also Megan Campbell um, who was previously with Liverpool was just announced this morning that she has signed with Everton so I've had quite mm. a few people asking me what's The women's game
0: her. as yet has not really been affected by diving has it?
1: It has a little bit, I have to say. Like some of the tackles that go in are fairly... There's a famous picture of uh, Katie McCabe after one of the Tottenham players have gone in very hard on one of her teammates, and she is mid-air as two players try to hold her back because she's giving off so much. There is a bit of diving. It's definitely not the same level of the men's game where they're rolling around screaming after barely being touched, but Mm. it does happen.
0: Um, One final story, and it's about the quality of kit.
1: Yeah, this is one of be slight interest to Irish football fans. Uh, Castoria who came on board with the Irish side, they've been in a bit of trouble this week with Aston Villa because they have this wet-look jersey and it kind of just looks like a cheap jersey that someone's doused themselves in water whenever people wear it and they so sweat. So it's not
0: actually wet, it's actually wet-look.
1: Well, it's supposed to be wet-look, but the problem with it is that the technology isn't working very well, so instead it's just clinging to Aston Villa players and the men's team has been playing in it and they've been given off about it. The women in pre and have been wearing their training tops because it doesn't have this wet look effect. Newcastle have actually ended their deal with Castore and um, this was go for another two years but it's actually going to end at the On end. On the basis
0: of the quality of the material. On the basis
1: of the quality of the kits that were being sent out to fans. They don't have as much issue with the playing kit and also just the length of time it was taking fans to get kits which a lot of Irish fans will remember from the World Cup. A lot of Irish fans didn't get their Irish jerseys until after the World Cup. That was a problem a lot of people were telling me about. So, difficult one for Castore. They're doing something with Aston Villa to improve the situation apparently that was just reported this morning but uh, not a good week for them
0: Yeah and the whole idea of modern kit is that it has a wicking effect so that the sweat doesn't collect inside it's, the jersey it wicks out Exactly and
1: if you see any photos of the Aston Villa players wearing them it literally looks like they've just doused themselves in a bucket of water and you can actually see the sweat running off them rather than that you know traditional effect that we would expect.
0: Kathleen McMe from Off The Ball Thank you very much